Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. All right, babes, I am just going to jump on into this. Um, It is my solar return today. And I had an amazing experience. Actually, it was both amazing and unsettling experience yesterday that I like to call my rebirth day. And some of you know what I'm talking about. And some of you are like, okay, give me deets. And I decided to do a plant ceremony. And it had been something that has been on my heart for quite some time. I had scheduled to have um, a ceremony almost two years ago before Emmett was born and I ended up finding out that I was pregnant and had to cancel the ceremony. And interestingly enough, I had reached out to the contact and she's like, oh, well, there's one on April 9th. And I said, sign my ass up. It'll be my rebirth day. And truly was really an unmasking and an unraveling, which my intention was truly that, to unmask whatever was left and whatever is left in my soul, in my subconscious, in my consciousness, in my body, and really bring it up to the surface and have that awareness be something that I continue to work with. Because Nobody's perfect. Uh, We're all on our own journeys. We all have our own um, insecurities. We all have our own issues and emotions that oftentimes are difficult to deal with. And this plant medicine really does bring things to the surface. And so, so much came up. Um, Some that were unsettling and others that were absolutely wonderful. And I just want to talk through it, not only to share with you my experience, but to also talk it through myself. Um, I'm currently in a hotel, kind of like in this like nook book lobby area as I record this. And if you hear some sounds in the background, that's what it is. I'm up fairly early, surprisingly. I have no dog responsibilities or baby responsibilities, but of course I wake up at 7 a.m., right? Anyhow, and it just felt... Uh, I felt this draw to come and record just because it's so fresh in my mind and fresh in my body and probably still somehow lingering within me. And I was texting a friend who was texting me happy birthday, dear, dear friend that I've known for fuck like elementary school. And she's like, yeah, it might be better because it'll be, you know, a little bit more um, revealing and it'd be nice to talk through. And that right there was just confirmation that I need to get my ass up out of bed and stop being, you know, a lazy bum and do this. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I hope that in some way, shape or form that this encourages you to do the work. And even though when you think the work is somewhat done, (laughs) there's more to unmask. And 
that's what you're here to do. And if we avoid those things that come up that make us uncomfortable, we're avoiding the work and we're avoiding our ultimate purpose in this world. So I want to start by saying space was very homey, um, confusing a little bit because there's like spaces and you have to pick a space and some spaces just, just didn't resonate with me. And then the one space that I finally landed in did, um, but then throughout the process, there were a lot of noises, um, music that were interrupting me. So there was like this bit of, uh, back and forth. And I'll tell you something that's very fascinating is I do float tanks. I meditate, but what I do do in those meditation environments is pick a quiet environment. And it's that quiet environment that allows me to go deeper, quicker. This time I was challenged because there were people talking, crying. Um, fortunately I was led to bring my, my earplugs. So that helped a little bit, but then it was fairly windy outside and there was a dog running around and there was just this awareness around me along with like this awareness within me, which is not typical for me when I meditate. I usually meditate in and I find that no mind. Um, so this I think activated more within me because of the surroundings, because we're unconsciously reacting to our surroundings, right? And it's within those surroundings and the energy around us that can kind of pull out things within us, right? Like if somebody is talking really loudly, it interrupts your energy fields, right? Um, to some extent, and it'll bring up something for you. So I truly believe that that was a layer of what happened. Um, we had this beautiful circle. We talked about what our intentions were and, um, everyone shared. There's about 12 people there. Um, and then the two leaders, and then they have these two facilitators that help you. Like if you're going through something or you need to work through something, they're there for you. And it began with this beautiful meditation and then you get the medicine and you do your own little prayer over it. And I took the first round. There's up to three rounds and then you get um, another medicine, a different kind of medicine. But I only took two rounds. So I took the first round and as I'm taking it, I'm like meditating and I'm finding that place of no mind like that I'm accustomed to going to. And then as the medicine begins to hit, I am encouraged to lay down and I do and beginning to see these beautiful images. I saw a yin yang first. I saw an infinity symbol with this like dot colored through at the very center of where the two or actually shall I say the four lines meet. And then I saw a dolphin and it was beautiful and it was just like comforting, um, somewhat symbolic. I haven't quite worked through all the symbolism, but um, I, I plan to kind of write everything down as well. Um, and then I'm like, is this medicine working? I think I might need more, right? And I'm just like in my head and the ego is like creeping up like, do I really need this medicine? Like, is this, <laughs> like, am I, 
am I there? Like, is this it? And then let me take a sip of my little coffee, which by the way, I got in my ceremony. Coffee is not bad. Coffee is, is actually good in moderation and depending on how you drink it. So that was huge for me because as some of you know, I've been working through trying to not drink coffee. Um, but I got that it wasn't, it wasn't bad. So we'll get to that. Hold on. All right. And, oh my gosh. So good. <laughs> so then it starts to like finally like hit and I get like these various different connections. I saw my mom's soul and my mom's soul was like visually what I saw as like this beer drinking guy hunched over in a chair staring at TV and that who she was on the external in this in this reality was not what her soul was it was like a disconnect and it was because of that disconnect we had a disconnect because she had a disconnect with herself which was very powerful for me um again some of you have heard me speak of my mom and the relationship was not an ideal relationship that I would have liked but it was the relationship I needed and I um worked through that and we had a conversation and the details of the conversation I I don't remember but we had a conversation and I felt like her soul like healed a little bit and like her soul was like miserable and like upset and after our conversation it healed a little bit and I think I healed a little bit too in that and Maybe this was my own perception of my mom and it was projected to me or maybe this was who she was, okay? Regardless, I felt like there was a disconnect within her which ended up kind of translating into a disconnect with me because as, a, as children, we are an extension of our parents, right? And it, sometimes that extension is something that you connect with because it's very much like you or you disconnect with because it's not like you at all okay so our children are really an extension of who we are and a lot came through with that and then I got um, an opportunity to what I thought connect with Trent and I think I did but probably on a spiritual level and it was interesting because the medicine was like not yet the portal's not open to talk to him just yet. Wait a second. And then it kind of showed me some other things and it made um, some various different connections in my life with people um, and partners. And one particular partner um, was a dark soul. And this dark soul was great at sex. This dark soul was great at getting your attention, of attracting you, of keeping you interested, keeping you, um, like going and yet was so toxic. And when the medicine told me it was a dark soul that was attempting to take my light, it made so much sense. Y'all, I was like, 
fucking A. It's so true because when you when you step into what I like to call your power, it's a it's it's a radiance that ends up happening because you're in your authenticity. And in that authenticity, you shine brighter right? And in that brightness, people who don't have that sense of empowerment, people who don't have that brightness, it's like moths to a flame. And it essentially can attract um, people. And because I was so new within this realm of spirituality, and not as deep as I am now, I was still also very... um, what I'm looking for not agreeable but penetratable like my my energy was not didn't have boundaries right it was just like out there so that made so much sense to me and I cut that cord completely I had cut the cord previously but um I really did cut it this time and then various different details came up about my spouse Jonathan and um all very good things which really um surprised me because sometimes I have like these weird vibes because he's a Scorpio you know y'all and you know the Scorpios they're a little sneaky but um everything that came through was was very clear and positive and safe and peaceful and loving and um then I moved through my ex-husband and in that process there was um this this awareness that there was a lot of emotions within him that needed to be healed and in conjunction with that um, generational curses and the generational curse was cut off on Trent from my side but it needed to be cut on his side now this is where it got a little unsettling because what ended up coming through was just really heavy Um, the emotions were so intense that I I was avoiding it and the medicine was attempting to try and have me feel this feeling and I was completely avoiding it I was like no 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 no. this isn't happening this isn't happening this isn't happening and it would back off a little bit and give me space and go to a different um topic and then it would come back again and I would just be very very resistant and I don't think that I felt that feeling uh again after I think it was like the third time but afterwards looking and reflecting back I wish I did feel that feeling because I think that feeling wasn't a feeling of like this is going to happen but more of like a feeling like they're vacuuming now this is this is this is so freaking hilarious um but it was more of like a feeling like you need to feel this to fully mourn your losses. You've had a lot of loss in your life and you've sort of picked up the pieces and kept going, but you didn't fully mourn. Like I mourned, of course, but like deeply guttural mourn. And that is something that I realized that I'm working with is the ability to allow myself to cry gutturally and to mourn fully and as some of you also know if you follow my podcast there's a podcast with Anna 
and Anna Rachel, and she does what's called body talk. And the um, experience that I had with her, interestingly enough, around Mother's Day was like this deep purge, like almost like exorcism cry. But afterwards, it felt so clear, like there's so much clarity that came with it. So the unsettling emotions that I had felt that I didn't want to feel helped me observe myself in reality of the emotions that I don't want to feel fully. And like I said, looking back now, I really do wish that I did feel those feelings and like told myself, obviously it's, it's not true, but I have to feel it. But it was really hard, y'all. Like it was just so dark and heavy and like it just makes me sad just thinking about it and yet at the same time we have to release our control or the control we think we have on the unfolding of other people's lives and processes and give ourselves that space to truly um, understand that we are just a part of their story we are not we are not here to force something or, or not force something to happen in their lives, especially with our children. And my oldest son, Trent, I swear, like he came into my life. I tell him all the time, like you're Jesus Christ reincarnated because he truly came into this world to show me so, so much. And he's so wise and he's so smart and just so in tune to his emotions and he can read people clearly and just an amazing person, an amazing soul. And to feel the feelings that I was feeling, it just killed me. And, you know, the clarity that I got was I needed to tell my ex-husband that he needed to go and do the medicine on Trent's behalf. And he will, he will know, and he will cut, he will cut the generational curse there. And, um, not so much ancestrally, like a lot of people say that like things come up with like ancestors um, per se. However, I did experience a lot of fear and a lot of sadness. And I think the fear that I felt was the fear of my mom and her side of the family and possibly my dad if I were to like think back to what I do know. Because my mom was like an immigrant from Cuba and like there's a lot of fear around that coming in. Um, there's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of paranoia. And I experienced a lot of fear. I experienced a lot of paranoia. And the medicine really brought those thoughts to the surface, to my awareness, to feel and experience that a part of me, again, either didn't recognize that it was there because it's always been there and it's like the baseline or I don't want to go there and I don't want to see that, right? And yet, as much as like I talk about bringing the duality together and the two energies together, which I do to a capacity, I don't think that I recognize that these other layers were present in addition to the layers that I've already experienced. Another thing is, is when I was younger... My mom used to tell me things about my dad that were a little perverted. And I asked the medicine and the medicine said it was not true. Um, 
and which I forgot up until talking about this and another thing that came through which was really silly but maybe that's why like the dolphin came up in the beginning but what's really fascinating which I'll tell you shortly is I felt like my dad's soul is going to be a dolphin and like the way that he because my dad was like a jokester and the way that it came through was like yep I'm going to be an dolphin. See you on the flip side. And I was just like, (laughs) like laughing in my soul. Like, holy shit. This is crazy. And then I like just to bring those two stories together. My husband came down. We got a hotel room just because I didn't want to be like overly stimulated with the baby and the dogs. And um, I was like, babe, I was trying to talk to you during my ceremony. Like, did you feel me? And he's like, well, I was thinking about you. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay. And then I told him a couple of things that I saw, like the yin yang and like the infinity and the dolphin. He's like, well, maybe you were channeling me when I was watching a dolphin video. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, that's, that's probably possible. But here's the weird thing. And here's how the medicine creates connections. There are things about Jonathan that remind me of my father and it just kind of came full circle with that and another thing that came up about my father was um I don't know if I if I ever shared this with with anyone on the podcast but I found out in 2019 that I had a brother from my father and when I found out I sobbed my uncle called me and he's like, Shelly, you know, there's somebody that, that might be your brother. And I was like, what? I'm like, okay. What's his name? He told me his name. I looked him up on Facebook and I saw his picture and like waterworks. Okay. And I was like, this is, this is my dad's son for sure. Like my, I, like my body knew and we hadn't done the test yet or anything. And he's like, Hey Shelly, uh, like, actually, I got his contact information, and he's like, hey, I was wondering if you'd be open to doing a sibling test, and I was like, yeah, but I don't want to post that shit online, and he's like, that's fine, we can do it privately. Um, what ended up happening is that his DNA was linked up to a cousin of mine on the Sonye side, and he reached out to her, they started talking, kind of put certain pieces together, and um, was brought back to my dad, and... We did the sibling test and it ended up being like he was like 90, I think it was like 96 something percent my brother. And I already knew that. And prior to us getting the final results, he's like, I'm going to be in South Florida. Would you like to meet? I was like, absolutely. He's like, I know it's kind of weird, you know, but um, since we don't have the final results, I was like, I don't need the results to know that you're like my dad's son. And he started laughing and I was like, I knew like. I fucking know. And like, I'm telling you, like when I know that I know something, I know that I know it. And we met, his mannerisms were like my dad, his eyes were like my dad, everything. And I haven't shared this with him yet. And I don't think he listens to my podcast. Um, But he was truly placed into my life at a very powerful time. Truly powerful time. I needed him more than I ever thought not because it was like a representation of my father but because he helped me heal he helped me receive he helped me receive and he's so giving and 
he's so giving. And I wasn't used to that. Um, and so giving without like a full-blown like relationship, you know, as like sibling. And so welcoming his family is amazing. Truly, 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 he was like a huge part of my healing over the past couple of years. And I messaged, he messaged me actually during ceremony and he's like, happy early birthday. And like my heart and his heart, I feel like, like knew in a weird way what I was experiencing. And like, I love him. I do. (laughs) Kind of embarrassing. I don't think I've ever cried on this pod, but here you go. And, um, yeah, it was, he's been a huge, huge, huge part of my healing. Not only because I felt, I now feel even more more alone because I lost my mom and I lost my dad, but I don't feel alone anymore. And he's my blood and he's an amazing human being. So... His mom passed, my father passed, and we were brought together in 2019, and that is when Jonathan and I um, met. So there's just, like, a lot of connections there, Um, and the medicine helps you see these connections that you would have otherwise probably overlooked. And, like, the connections that we do make at times are definitely very valid, but there's, like, even more there oh and one thing that I'll I'll also share with regards to my ex-husband his older brother passed away on a motorcycle and I didn't even realize but I I wore a Harley Davidson t-shirt and it was just like that with like the generational curse that's attached to that um it was just like really wild really wild um so yeah like again my brother like truly I can't even I don't even have words and if he's listening if you're listening thank you and I plan I share I text message him I was like just finished the ceremony I was like so much came up about my dad and you we'll chat later so really cool now I also have been kind of dealing with trying to find my my clan and my people and because I've kind of changed and shifted my energy and where I'm at, my f- circle of friends feels like it's changing. Like, the best way to say this is, like, I'm, I've been with the same friends. Some new ones are coming in, which I'm grateful for. But um, I've been with the same friends. And interestingly enough, with certain ones, it's like a body feeling where it's like this isn't this isn't there anymore this isn't there anymore and it's been challenging for me because the mind is like but they're such a great person like this is so good whatever and um I wanted clarity on on my circle like my close-knit circle and I was like this one no this one yes this one kind of 
this one, great intentions, great person, just not on your spiritual level. This one, yes. This one, and then there was one, um, which is so interesting because with this one friend, we don't always see each other. Like, she'll come into town, and, like, sometimes we see each other, and sometimes we don't. We don't always talk. But there is this soul harmonic connection that's inexplicable that we both feel deeply and it's almost as if our souls know even though like our physical bodies haven't caught up and when I said her name the medicine was like fuck yes I fucking love her and I was like (laughs) I was like I fucking love her too and um I made like a decision that I'm going to go see her in May because she doesn't live here and um, she lives in D.C. And I was like, yes, okay." And it was just clarity, y'all, like deep rooted clarity. And what's even more interesting is in the beginning of this process of these conversations with the medicine, the medicine came through to me almost like a like a wind like a like you know how like in like cartoons they draw the wind came into me like that and it would kind of come in and go come in and go and it would come in like waves um and what's interesting about it is again like the clarity that comes but like the unsettling that comes with it too so um very interesting very fascinating And then I asked about, like, my role and my my service in this world. And it told me that I was on the right path. That within the next two to three years, things are going to expand. And visually what I saw was I had a candle. And there was a group of people in front of me. And I lit one candle. And then that candle lit other candles. And so on and so forth. And it was just this like sea of candles and like light. And I felt like it was more of like with through my sharing. And of course I'm an Aries of fire sign. Through my sharing, it's slowly igniting others light. And that is what I'm meant to do right now now some of us think of like our purpose as like what's our purpose what's what's our career like what is like this thing I'm supposed to do forever and the clarity that I got was that your purpose isn't something that's one thing forever it changes and I did a story about this a story a podcast about this um where it's like you give yourself permission to evolve now my story is my purpose at one point was to go to nursing school. Then my purpose was to be a nurse with adults. Then it turned into being a, you know, getting my master's in holistic nursing. Then it was being a NICU nurse. Then it was yoga teacher training. Then it was meditation. Then it was tarot and meditation. Then it was deep, deep, deep astrology dives. Um, and, And it evolves. And now I'm doing coaching. And if you notice... Those things in and of itself does not lead to coaching, right? But the experiences through each of those things can lead to coaching. And 
my clients are amazing. They're my soul clients. And I put the intention out there to only attract my soul clients. Like, it's not about the money, y'all. It's not. Like, I truly love my clients and my clients know that I go above and beyond for them because that is what I feel I'm intended to do right now in its in its wholeness okay that's where I'm funneling all of my energy because there's only so much that I can do for anybody just sharing my story right but like when I work with you and what you're working through it unfolds differently um and it's potent and powerful. And a lot of my clients stay with me past like the three month, you know, commitment, but that is my purpose now. And I have to be okay with that now. And I think for some of us, we think that when we think of purpose, we truly do believe it's like a career or an act that we're going to be doing for the rest of our lives. And really it's just, what is your purpose in this present moment? Right? If we just swallow that for a second, and like come back into our bodies and say like my purpose right now is to be present with you in this podcast recording my purpose right now is to be within my being and be able to share that verbally to whatever capacity that I can right when I'm with my clients my purpose is to be with my clients right we we get so fixated on this like cardinal mind of what is my purpose, right? It's just like break it down, bitch. Break it down. Like go to that 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 I guess it's like not that minuscule level, but like go to the smallest part of that intention in the moment. Oof, I feel a wave. And be in that and move from that purpose in that moment. Powerful. Like I'm just like feeling it. I'm hoping if you guys feel it too, share. Share with me. And um yeah. The biggest thing for me was recognizing the fears, the paranoia, and the unsettling. And I cut a lot of those cords like from the ancestors, but there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. And I'm on this journey now of integration. And I appreciate you listening to this podcast because it's helping me integrate and it's helping me remember um, things that I didn't quite remember um, this morning, but they're just kind of unfolding through. And truly deeper messages have actually come through by sharing. So thank you for uh, listening and being a part of this space. And for now, I think that's it. I might do this for the next three days as I integrate. Um, And I'm going to be doing a psych case session. Um, Today is my solar return. So I'm going to be very present and purposeful throughout the day with my husband and um yeah I will share as things come up with me but this is a journey y'all life is a journey and I realize plant medicine is another tool and if you're ready for it don't search it 
trust that it will find you because that's exactly what happened to me. I was just putting it out there, you know, I'd really like to do the ceremony. I want to go deeper. I want to go deeper. And I think that's a part of the ego too. But then at the same time, I'm like, but does the ego ever really want to go deeper? <laughs> I don't know. That that part confuses me. It was a little confusing to decipher. Like, was it the plant medicine? Was it the ego? Was it my higher self responding um, in the beginning? And it's blending, which means I think that like, my ego is slowly disintegrating and blending in because you need the ego y'all you don't want to totally eradicate it but you want to work with it so I feel as though I'm integrating the ego more in my life um is what the message is in that because there's like this this confusion in deciphering because like prior to the medicine like I could decipher I'm like that's my ego shut the fuck up we're not going there but this time it was like is it is it my higher self it was like blended blended so I love you all um thank you for being here with me like it's healing for me to know that you're here with me that I'm not alone and I think a lot of you if you're listening to this podcast, you're you're my people, you're my community, and I have visions for us. I want to do retreats together. I want to collaborate. I want to do talks like this, but communal and like sharing because women especially we forgot how to commune like this. And so many women are like, thank you for your podcast. Thank you. I resonate with your podcast so, so freaking much. And it's like, yeah, because we long for this. There's a yearning for this. There's a yearning for this. And I feel we're on the road to creating something that is a healing container for all of us. And maybe this conversation starts with Zoom calls and we do these conversations, these healing circle conversations. Um, I don't know if you're, if you're digging that, if you're feeling what's coming through to me right now, um, please share, please comment, uh, like, and subscribe and talk to me. I would love to hear your input because this is where I am in this moment and this is what's coming through and I want to know if it resonates with all of you. So thank you so much for listening to my rebirth day. Have an amazing day, week, night, morning, wherever you are. Love you deeply.